Hi everyone, so it's Lady K, and in this session we have a special guest. Um, we have my husband, my husband with me, Pastor Jean Joel Manasse Lewis. Yes, he has three names. So today we have a special, you know, session that we're gonna do, and we're gonna talk about so many things about marriage. In the month of love, in the month of February, while, you know, while everyone is celebrating themselves and celebrating each other, I find it very fitting for everyone to get to know us a little better. Um, this year, we're actually going to celebrate 17 years of marriage and 20 years or 20, 23 years knowing each other so it's like <laughs> we look like we're young but we really are not <laughs> so i'm excited to have you know my husband here husband say hello hey, hello everyone uh, <laughs> i'm excited to be here um and on this podcast uh with my lovely and beautiful wife uh, i i'm looking forward to some good uh conversation Awesome. So, um, there's a few people that DM me some questions. So I know the first question is, how did we meet? So I don't know if you want to tell your side or you want me to tell my side of the story. Hmm. I'll try to see if I can give my side. Normally, the ladies would go first, but I truly believe uh, sometimes the brothers... Uh, version of the story is simple <laughs> so let me just say what i remember uh now you're making me go back in uh, the archives of memory um but uh for a story like that it's always in the forefront because you know i truly do love this woman here so uh, let me see i think it was the summer of 1998 uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> All I remember, I remember that we were on a, um, this was way, way back when, uh, we were on a missionary trip where, uh, I, uh, uh, normally we, we definitely, normally we go to these trips, uh, with the church and, uh, we happened to go to, uh this uh this uh service um uh, in Atlanta I truly believe that's where it was in Florida just like I said <laughs> in Florida that's where it was that's what I said Florida okay. uh and and I remember you're right you're right it was Florida I remember you know um and it's because uh uh you're from Atlanta. That's why I wanted to make yeah. sure that I said Atlanta in right. there somewhere. But it was uh, this church in Florida. And uh, I truly remember it like yesterday. Um, I, our, our church choir finished singing and uh, we went to be seated. And then uh, we, we had the opportunity to see uh, a group of young ladies come up and, and sing. And within the the group was this uh um this angel and uh she had an, an angelic voice singing oh my God. and i told myself listen i will not leave this place 
Oh, I had a J- I had a Jacob moment. I will not leave this place <laughs> until the Lord blessed me with uh, this young woman's number. And uh, I remembered after service, throughout the whole service, how I was strategizing to get my number or get her number to myself. And uh, during this time, they had uh, um, they had uh, fellowship. Uh, after the service where people ate and break bread together. And I'll never forget the conversation that we had with, uh, with my wife. Uh, she, there was no conversation cause she was eating. <laughs> I was, I was extremely hungry. And, uh, <laughs> I remember it clearly. I was a foodie. I think I still am. So. I, I remember it clearly. I said, you know, I, I approached the young lady. I said, listen, I think you sang pretty well. <laughs> and I was very interested in trying to see if I, you know, can have your, your phone number. And she was so fixated on, what she was eating and uh <laughs> and I ended up having to give my number to her cousin and uh and we left it from there uh um and uh, uh we went back to Boston and I I heard of the 3 day rule and and unfortunately 3 days passed 4 days passed I never heard back from uh this young lady <laughs> and uh it was it was it was kind of crushing at first because I said, "I'm, a, you know, at this time I'm a musician, a young, uh, budding mu- musician. I'm a pianist. I'm a singer. I'm, I was uh, leading the choir and everything else like this. And this young lady didn't give me a, the time of day. And uh, I was on campus uh, during this time in 1999. Uh, uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> 1999 I was on campus and I'll never forget this infamous phone call in the summer of uh of 1999 and uh my roommate at that time I won't have to say his name but he knows who he is he gave me he, he called me up and said listen there's this girl from Atlanta that just you know that's that's um that's calling you and I I said to my roommate you remember that's that that's that girl remember I told you the girl <laughs> and he says what what what, what girl are you talking about I said that girl from Atlanta and uh, this was months after I finished giving her my number, young ladies and gentlemen. And uh, and I'll, I'll have to say the rest is history. Uh, once yeah. we once we finished talking uh, over the line, you know, the rest was history. And and we are we're 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 excited to be celebrating this year, seventeen years. So you see how simple the story is. So simple. Let, let, let me give. Let me let let me let you uh, have her give you. The detailed (laughs) version. So simple. Um, Yeah, so we met in Florida during a Haitian Christian convention, a revival, and it was closing. And Jeans was the um, the maestro. He was the youth the youth choir um, director at that time. So I was in a trio group with two of my cousins, and I was singing. And you know. I just came out of a relationship, not fresh, but like probably a year or two out of a relationship. And I was hurt really, really bad. And I made a simple prayer. I was like, God, you know, um, close my eyes. Let me be blind to all guys 
except the one for me because I was been hurt. I've been cheated on, lied on, and I didn't want to even think about a relationship with anybody because I felt like I needed to be healed from my previous relationship. So, you know, so my cousin and I, first of all, we drove from Georgia to Florida, Orlando, Florida, for this convention with my aunt and and we, Gene came over, like he said, after fellowship. And we were hungry because we didn't have breakfast. We didn't have time to stop at a gas station for snacks or anything. So we we only drank water throughout the whole ride. So we were extremely hungry. And Gene came with his brother. And then, you know, they were trying to kick it or whatever. But in my head, I was like devouring a piece of chicken because I was like so hungry. And then he was speaking. I heard him and I'm like, you know, not in the right mind space, first of all, because I was hungry. And second of all, I wasn't ready for a relationship. So when he was like talking, I knew he was trying to kick game. But I was just like, yeah, no, he was a handsome boy, but a handsome man. But I just was not in the, you know, in the mood for to be in any kind of relationship at that. So when he asked me for my number, I was like, no, that's okay. And <laughs> and he goes, you're not going to ask me for mine? I'm like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> and so somehow he slipped his number to my cousin and my cousin gave me the number and I just put it in my purse and then Thank th- you cousin by the way. <laughs> so I think it was like 6 months later. I don't remember. It was 6 months later. It was centuries later. <laughs> 6 months later, I called I called him cuz I was like this is number in my purse. You know, as a lady, we put in things in our purse and we just, you know, we don't clean out our purse thoroughly. We just put it hanging up in a closet. And for some reason, I was cleaning my purse and I saw this number and I'm just like, who is this number? I had a so, Mordecai moment. <laughs> so I'm like, who, who's this moment? Like, I'm saying, who's this moment? Who's this number? So when I called, I met with his um, roommate and I said, I'm looking for Gene, right? And he was like, oh, Gene's not here. So I'm like, okay. So I left my number. And from then we became best friends. And even with the best friends, you know, I can sense that, you know, Gene had interest in me, but I wasn't ready yet um, because I just, you know, been through so much and I was scared to even do anything like and we had such a beautiful relationship as friends that I was so scared to go to the next level because I didn't want to jeopardize what we already have and so it was really it was really how long friendship was it It was like six years yeah we I think we ended up uh thinking about five to six years yeah five to six years of friends and what was crazy was when I go on dates you know, he would be like, who are you going with, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you, you're in Boston. I'm in Georgia. Like, go have a good time or whatever. But he he was always ever so patient with your girl. But he was always dating. He was dating as well. So, you know, it was a point in time we were both in, you know, in different relationships. And, you know, it fell out. And then we came together again. I just want the Saints to know this was before I was sanctified and saved yeah (laughs) it was 
But um, after a while, um, I think, you know, during the time, you know, I think, you know, I wanted to move to California and I made a decision. I was just like, you know, I just want to kind of live my life, you know, because I was always a free spirited person. I, you know, um, so I always, you know, wanted to go on this adventure, finding myself. I'm always out there, even before Gene and I got together. I'm always traveling with my cousin. So, you know, I love to travel. So I wanted to move to California and pursue my career in fashion. And, you know, and then when I told my, my, when I told Gene about my, um, what I wanted to do, and I noticed it was a pause, like he was just like, uh, why? Like, why would you do that? I'm like, because I want to. I mean, is there anything for me to like, is there something you need to tell me? Like, what's up? Like, and he was just like, oh, you know, like there was a hesitation and everything. I'm like, okay. Well, I think, I think the story is more of, you know, um, during the time of friendship, you know, I truly believe there was a point in this friendship where, um, my my wife and, and it could say both of us. We were anticipating more. We was anticipating yeah. more. Um, and of course, uh, like naturally, uh, a woman is more. You know, um, more. If if you want to say, more ready. Um, forward thinkers. Yeah. Uh, um, um, prepared. So there were, there were, there were, she was already there for a relationship. So she, she, um, she was, she was definitely ready. And, and, uh, if, if I can be transparent at that time, you know, it takes the brothers a few minutes to get to the table. And, um, I think what it was at the end of the day, um, she, you know, for me, I just didn't want to ruin what was going on. That was good. You know, we had a very good relationship where we can talk to one another. Yeah. Uh, we confide in one another. We encourage one another. Um, we, um, we really motivated one another. It was on different dimensions, you know, spiritually, you know, we, 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 we motivated and encouraged each other. And, you know, educationally, we were motivating and encouraging each other. And we were even able to, you know, coach each other with, you know, um, with uh, different interests that we had in life at, during that time. And uh, I think at the, you know, at that juncture uh, that she's speaking about, um, you know, there was there was for her, she wanted to know what was the intention what was you know my intention you know for for us uh uh, going forward uh and and like she says uh she's not one to um to uh wallow or uh, you know stay in one place so uh she's always forward moving and she shared with us shared with your boy uh what she was looking to do for the future and I I have to tell you, a lot of people ask, you know, when do you know? And, and at that time, it was clear as day, you know. Um, back in the days, I always tell people, it's almost like the movie Milan, you know. So the little dragon comes and speaks to the young man and says, <laughs> listen, man, 
you know, a woman like this comes once in a millennium. And um, <laughs> my, you know, the light switch came up and I said, listen, when she shared that she was, you know, moving on and, mm-hmm. and going across uh, uh, the country, um, there's something in me just kicked in. You could call it the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. You could call it, you know, intuition. You could call it wisdom, whatever you want to call it. You know, so it really shook me, woke me up, and 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 to let me know that listen, you better not let this woman s- slip through your fingers. And I just want to encourage some brothers out there, and encourage you know some people that are in relationships. You know, um, you'll you'll know when the right one is there. Um, um, you can feel it in your guts, and and and. Uh, I knew at that time I I better not let her go. And the next couple of words that came out of my mouth was, um, I want I want to make sure that you know you understand what clearly my intentions were. And uh, I think the conversation went something like, you know, so is there a reason for me to stay here in Boston? You know where you know because I said why would you go to you know Cali? And she's like. Give me a reason to stay. And boy, did I give her a reason, you know. <laughs> but not only that, it's more so of, you know, like, I didn't want to play. Like, it's not even playing games, but it's more so like we knew we liked each other. And I didn't want to waste anybody's anybody time any any longer. So I knew he liked me and I got in a position where I knew I was developing some more feelings towards him because I went on a date with a guy when Gene and I were friends and I saw myself comparing the guy to Gene at that time by the way he spoke like speak to me held the door the guy was just like not a gentleman so I'm just like yo when I go out with Gene Gene always do this that and the third and that's when I'm like you know what I started seeing Gene in a whole different light and a couple of months went by and I can tell, well, Jean always felt, you know, you know, felt somewhere about your girl from the moment he laid eyes on me. Okay. Knew, but, I, 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 knew, I knew we were going to get married. But, <laughs> but it took me time, you know, because of, you know, past relationships. So when, when I took the scales, if you want to say out of my eyes to see you know, things for what they are, I realized, I'm like, okay, so where we're going with this? And when my husband didn't want, well, my husband now, but when Gene couldn't give me a response, because he was still, it's not that he was still figuring out, I guess he was still fighting the right time. And I'm like, okay, so while you doing whatever, I'm leaving, right? And it wasn't an ultimatum. It wasn't anything. It was just more, I'm not going to wait for you. I have to live my life. I was always that person. So I guess, you know, time went on and, you know, and, and, you know, as Haitians say, my we, my, my yes is my yes. And my no is my no. I stay true to my word. And, you know, and I was, you know, going to leave. And that's when he realized, like, you know, like, do I really want her to leave? Like, so when he says, brothers, you know, we know when this person is, you know, the one and you want to spend the rest of your life with and bring that person to your family. You guys know. And us ladies, you know, 
we shouldn't settle for less and the, and when i realized i did settle for less is when my when jean wanted to, uh, to ask me to be his girlfriend not my not his wife his girlfriend he like him and his father were were in georgia um i think for you know missionary yeah, when my wife says girlfriend, I'm you know I'm talking about court and court and, and getting married. And get married. So okay, listen. Being girlfriend <laughs> and boyfriend back in the day and what they doing now, I don't know. Yeah, there, I don't it's know. too. Yeah, it's too different, know, folks. Right, right. But but again, so. like she says, um, I you know I knew from um from the beginning, if you want to say from the jump, that you know. I definitely wanted to pursue her and, you know, and marry her because, again, um, um, as I um, prior to my wife, as you're, you know, speaking to other ladies or dating other ladies, uh, um, you kind of understand. And 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 that's what I can share a little bit. I'm not sure how how much has changed from the time that I've caught my wife till now. Um, you kind of you get an understanding who is what and and you know who you would bring home to your mom and, and your family and everybody else like that. And and I knew for my wife, she's definitely she was definitely at that time, you know, before she was my wife, definitely um, had the potential to be, you know, my wife and and, and the potential, you know, uh, for me to marry her. So I knew that. Um, and. And even though during the process, um, there were certain things that, you know, I could have uh, uh, like was uh, fighting with and just trying to understand. But I knew this was definitely the one I wanted to be with. So like she says, you know, she asked me to give her a reason. You know, I expressed to her that, you know, if if I if I uh, promise to marry you, would this be a reason? And, you know. And she she expressed uh, that uh, she was uh, content with that, and of course, being raised in a Haitian household, um, if you really want to be serious about what you're doing, you you share with your family. You know, I shared with my parents, my mom, my father, and my father being who he was. You know, it was uh, you know uh, black and white. If you like this woman, we we you know we're going to you know, uh, you know, go down there and, and have the family speak. And that, that's what uh, was done. So we flew down to Atlanta. I met with her mother at that time and and, 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 and aunt. And, and my parents had, you know, conversation with them, you know, and uh, just to stop making things uh, as official as possible. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so he flew um to to Georgia with his father and you know and he asked in front of all my family like you know his intentions what was his intentions towards me was and how this was a promise so he gave me like a promise um ring yeah back in this time brothers it cost me a lot of lunch money <laughs> so he gave me a promise ring and, you know, we started to court. Like, you know, we, we, we became dating, if I can say, dating. And it, it didn't even last a year. Um, It didn't last a year. But we also had hiccups throughout our dating because um, we, we had to separate um, 
for whatever reason, you know, we had to separate because... Before we even get into separation, right, I want people to understand, like, when we were, you know... We were young. Uh, when we were on the uh, path of courting and everything, we're right. talking about long distance relationships. I want right. some somebody right. to understand. I was still in distance, Georgia, and long he was distance. Still I want people to understand Boston. how long distance worked it's back in the day. There was no hard. social media. There, there was, was no, no social media. Uh, what, the, the closest we had, we had was AIM. Pager. We had two way pages. Um, <laughs> we were we were using phone cards. You know how it works. You know phone Until cards. You dial the number. Dial the numbers. Uh, we would have to dial we the had card three number. And, weekends. and then the code number, and then it would give you two hundred minutes. And then we would, you know, we <laughs> it would be dead air for you know a hundred and ninety nine point, you know, ninety nine minutes of the two hundred. And then that last minute, we ready to, you know, express Say and everything. pour out our, our our hearts to one another. I had a lady in my church that sell that that used to sell phone cards for a living, and I had her on speed dial every night. You know, she just write me, to, you know, write me, and you know, uh, the uh, cards and and the codes so that we can. So- continue to talk long story short we did everything that we needed to do to make sure we we were plugged in yeah <laughs> okay we were plugged in it was long distance we saw each other like once or twice a year right so um gene so we didn't we didn't even last a year dating and already we were experiencing some hiccups and you know and i was telling gene we need to be transparent in what we do maybe not you know say whatever details every detail but in actuality we had some hiccups where i needed some space he needed some space to gather ourselves together to make sure this is what we wanted because we were still young and because we were still young there was a lot of distractions and gene being a pastor's son you know, and being who he is and very uh, popular in his community, um, in the Haitian community. So, you know, a lot of girls, you know, wanted to slip the number. And Gene, who's ever so respectful, and he is so transparent. He told me everything. When I tell you everything, every detail. That's who Gene was. Like, Gene cannot lie. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say I can't lie. I, no, it's, it's, he cannot. He cannot. Because I can tell when, you know, I can tell back in the day when Gene was not telling me the whole truth. He would not lie. He would just not say certain. He would, like, purposely omit certain events. And me being who I am, as women, we're like, we're better than the FBI at times. We'd be like, so... So how did that happen? So what what was the details? And he'll get caught up and I'm like, okay. But we separated for a moment because I needed some time to make sure this is what it was. So he wasn't always the issue. It was mostly me um, because of my background. I grew up without a father in a home. And, you know, I, you know, was in a horrible relationship. And I, I wanted to picture perfect relationship and it, it it's not like that but I did made a prayer to God and I'm like God you know I was very serious about my relationship with God and I prayed about it and I found peace with it so when we came back together again um you know three months later Gene 
asked me, you know, for my hand in marriage. It was in March, March 16th, I believe, 2005. And we got married the same year, a couple of months later, August 2005. And we're here. So, <laughs> 16 years later. So, we wanted to kind of share with you guys some of the things that kept us together. Um, I would say, number one, we were so honest with each other. So honest with each other. We were so... When I tell you honest, we were so honest with each other. If we didn't like something, whether it be food, whether it be anything, any... When I say anything, anything, we were able to have an effective communication with with each other and say, hey, this is not, you know, I don't like this, it's not who I am, blah, 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 whatever it is, we we taught each other how to love each other. Correct. And throughout the 16 years, we have evolved. We're not the same young kids back then in our early 20s, but we have evolved and, you know, and we still are teaching each other other it was there was a couple in ministry at that time um um it was the bynums they came out with a um a a series that said teach me how to love you it was very effective uh, during that time that we were um we were a court we were actually married Mm -hmm. and um and um we held to that like um to that model um like you said you never no matter how many years you have in marriage marriage is work and it's hard work so um like my wife says we you know we we are students in in the in the the uh, class of marriage and uh, um and the only way that you can succeed is by uh, always having an appetite to learn uh, more. Like she says, we're honest with each other, transparent on all levels, whether it be spiritual, financial, educational, sexual, whatever it is. You, you want to try your best to be as uh, as you know transparent as possible, and 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 it helps in the communication aspect also now when we say transparent you know um doesn't necessarily mean you have to be blunt or anything else like that there's ways that you can share certain things with one another but you know if you're hurting if you don't like something you 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 make sure that you try to vocalize that because at the end of the day we're not mind readers for each other so we have to teach each other what is it that we like and things that we we don't like uh, also so transparency was definitely key um i i can say that another thing that was very helpful for us is you know our relationship with with god um yeah, of course that's that's, that's definitely big that's the, definitely big because again um it's very important um without us having you know without me having to preach a sermon uh, but again um if indeed you want to love one another you can't love one another if you don't know whom whom you know love is and love is god uh, according to first john chapter four so um knowing god is unlocks 
levels of love that, you know, we cannot attain uh, by ourselves as human beings. So our love is always limited. But, you know, as we tap into the unlimited, unlimited, uh, uh, unconditional and unlimited love of God, we kind of understand how we're able to treat one another. So there's some days that I'm sure she wants to throw me out the window and I don't want to do that to her. I never want to do something like that to my <laughs> wife. But you know, okay. <laughs> but you know, um, um, but you, you, when you remember, you know, and the grace that God affords to us, and and the things that we do, and He still loves us and wraps okay. His hands around us. That gives us, you know, uh, reason to challenge us to 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 go deeper in the love that we have for one another um thirdly i say the willingness and i tell people uh one of the secrets that we have is again you know our motto is we're not perfect but we're perfectly willing Mm -hmm. so if you're willing if you have you know folks that are willing um it's 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 big it's big you know i'm willing every day to make this work she's willing every day to make this work and and you can add in all of the other attributes, you know, uh, to making relationships work. Because, again, as long as you're willing, you're going to be comprehensive. You're going to be uh, you're going to be loving. You're going to be respectful. You're going to be honest. You're going to be patient. You're going to be et cetera if you guys both are are willing. Um, I, I don't know if my wife wants to add. And also dating. Like, even when you're married, you still need a date. You know, um, as you know, as you know, Gene is a senior pastor of Free Pentecostal Church of God. So his schedule it's crazy at times. And, you know, well, sometimes, you know, um, for for us to make everything work and everything to be balanced, we take a night off and be like, all right, it's dating time or it's family time. I think sometime and it's one of the things that. I was actually speaking to Gene about this before this podcast is that sometimes we get so involved in our roles in the community, in our church, or even business or in school. Sometimes we forget each other. You know what I mean? So it's so important to date, you know, your spouse when you're married um, because this is the way this world is like we could be running around with like hamsters on a wheel and we would never take a time to take a pause and smell the roses so it's important to date because you know we like to hear each um our spouse how they're doing how's their work like trying to put each other first after god of course um and after yourselves um uh, but also like you know wine and dine is that the 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 term Mm. i feel so old but the point is like bring her flowers you know um i remember gene i mean he hasn't done that in a long time you know um but one of the things because the our lives change right now so back in the days when we were young and we had like one job and we served in church and we go home and have a normal like a no like no kids no nothing um for i think it was for our anniversary gene wrote me an email y'all he wrote me an email of 365 reasons why he loved me like i still have it to this day 365 reasons why he loved me like 
You can put that on repeat every year. You're not funny. <laughs> You're not funny. Um, but you know, I still hold that letter to this day, ten plus years le- years later. Um, but you know, even through that, I was speaking to him. I was just like, it's as wives sometimes it's easy. It's so easy to get lost in the sauce, right? As the term is get lost in our marriage, doing so many things, wear so many hats that we forget ourselves. So, you know, having a second child, being a mommy second time around to my beautiful prince, Zion Joel Lewis. Um, and Josiah. And just, of course, Josiah is my firstborn. He knows that. He's my first love. Like, he, he knows I have love. I love him. But, what I, but during that process of Zion being pregnant with Zion after um suffered eclampsia and everything and I realized like I've been overwhelmed but as women we hold like we know how to mask ourselves like we know how to like put ourselves together in a sense where we don't look like what we're going through or we don't look like what we've been and it took a toll on me and I said no more no more i mean people you know from me you know they expect us to be strong so i don't want to be strong i just want to be able to cry i want to be able to do certain things i want to be able to be vulnerable at times but you know i had to so this year i said you know what i'm going to take care of me better which leads us to the segue you know to the next thing you know loving yourself yes Biblically, the Bible says, you know, when they asked Jesus what was the, you know, the the, the greatest commandments, he broke it down into, says, love God with your heart, your soul, your your might, you know, your and 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 love people. Um, a lot of times when we're reading that scripture, we break it down: love God, love people. But you know that in that second commandment. Um, it comes like with a caveat. You love people as you love yourself. So it's very important after loving God that you um, understand how to love yourself. Uh, um, we find, you know, we learn and, and, and I tell you marriage is work because, again, you never end up um, knowing everything. And I think yeah. that's the beauty of, you know, how God has built marriage so that marriage could always challenge us you know as we 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 continue in years so it's not a matter of oh now i got 20 years i got 30 years 40 years i master marriage you never you you really never know and never master so we grow we grow through times through experience through events in our marriages in our lives um i always say we're students in this journey that we call life and always be teachable don't always think you know everything because you don't and you know we're 16 years down many ways to go and we're still learning like balancing ministry motherhood business you know myself like it's a juggle you know but then throughout everything um i remember you know, I got I got frustrated over juice and my husband knew even through the tone and the silence that I, you know, because I am not the one to never complain. But that silence spoke so loud to him 
And he's yeah, like, you, you can't can't be mad at Juice. Juice is so good. <laughs> right. So he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, nothing, nothing. He's like, babe, I can only do so much for you. But everything, it is like up to you. Basically, he's like, it's my responsibility. Correct. And I, he's right. Because you learn, I mean, we, we learn and um, even with so many years in in relationship because sometimes I've, i heard somebody say before i wish you know there's certain things that you would you would know uh classes that you could sit and, and and understand certain things and we have to do a better job as a as you know as those who are married you know not just for churches not just you know but those who are married and passing down um um information passing down things that work to the next generation so that Mm -hmm. they understand you know what to look out for and how for them to succeed too and and we had to learn that you know um the way that you know they used to pitch marriage to us is you know um you you both have to uh, um love one another and 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 the happiness is contingent on each other and there are truths to that but you know before your happiness you know before you can put the happiness on each other your happiness first starts with yourself after god so so sometimes you know um my wife would want happiness to come out of me and i would want the vice versa for her and at the end of the day if you don't know what happiness is the other person will not, you know, you can't, you know, it's, 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 it's unjust for mm-hmm. you to put that burden on, on the spouse when you yourself don't know what happiness is. So we had to really, uh, take a step back in understanding what is happiness, what is joy and contentment yeah. according to, to us. And sometimes that's, that's a journey that you got to go on for yourself and by yourself. Right. You know? And I agree. And you know, and one of the things I also learned is like sometimes we put we like you said that we expect our spouse to give us all this happiness, but sometimes I feel like sometimes it is not only your job, but it's also God. God brings you those happiness. And sometimes we put our spouse in a pedestal where God should be. And that's why we fall into disappointment because we put so much effort and so much on our spouse thinking that it's their job but in actuality it's our job it's our you are responsible i always say you're responsible for your healing like what happened to you you know during your childhood or what happened to you throughout life if someone did it see that's them but afterwards it's up to you you get their healing you go to therapy you take your self-care seriously you blot out the time you set your boundaries so you know all in all these uh i don't know if my husband have anything to sell but all in all as you can tell my husband's very mellow you know he has that preaching mellow voice well, he they can didn't go ask on me to forever preach. well they didn't ask me to preach today i'm, I'm i know i'm I know. following your lead you've been, you've been very good i know you know very very good uh, <laughs> in this podcast but like I said, date each other, have sex often, you know, 
balancing Ooh. everything. <laughs> I think that should be it for the next session. Ooh, I but know. I don't like to do long podcasts because I don't want anyone to lose attention Correct. in what we're doing. But the point is, like, honor, you know, each other's bodies and and also, like, you know, like, like honor your wife, honor your husband. That is your partner in this life. Like, you know, I, I remember a scripture... And the pastor can help me. It says, you don't, you, you know, any man don't hate their own body. Mm-mm. So, you know, treat your wife well, treat your spouse well. And your kids, they grow up seeing that, you know. So it's important. Number one, ladies do not settle. Like, I knew I was settling, you know. And what opened my eyes is that my husband took a flight to Georgia with a diamond ring, a promise ring. It wasn't even the engagement ring. To promise me, you know, marriage and everything. And throughout that, never losing, you know, your identity. Even when you're married, never lose yourself in the sauce. Don't lose yourself in the sauce. Always date each other. Always pray for each other. Always pray with each other. Speak life to each other. Yes, there are times we'll get in, you know, in each other's nerves. Of course, we're humans, uh, you know, but at the same time, that is your partner. That is your partner. If you're trying to do him wrong, you know, it's like a partnership. You're also hurting yourself, right? So one quick story, and I'm going to wrap it up because we're already like 45 minutes. But <laughs> one quick story. I remember during the first couple of years of, mar- of marriage, and, you know, I come from a single home, single household, um, single parent household. And he came from a traditional, you know, you know, two parent home, his father, he grew up in a pastoral home. So two different worlds. Okay. And, you know, um, I'm a little bit more liberal than he is in a lot of ways. Um, as you, those who know me will (laughs) say the same thing. Um, so during the first couple of years, like I say the first year of our marriage, um, it was kind of tough because I left the South to come to the North. And culturally, it was crazy for me because the Southern lifestyle, the pace is different from the North. I feel like everybody was running somewhere. And, you know, the South were very mellow and walking with the <laughs> stride. Like, you know what I mean? And and then he wasn't really home I didn't understand, like, his lifestyle. So I just felt like I jumped from what, you know, was calm, what was, like, having fun, let's go travel, to, hey, we have church service, we have this, we, you know, I have to, you know, the choir, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, so adjusting our schedule, you know, I wasn't happy with a lot of things. And he was also learning because it was our first year of marriage, but we loved each other. So I'm very vocal, you know, and when things are, well, when I see things that are not, you know, pleasing to me. So I started to nag, right? I nagged, I nagged, I nagged, I complained. And my husband tuned me out. He heard me. But the way I approached him was very, I would say, like, nagging, right? And he heard me, but he was just like, yo, the way you come at me, you know, it was more like, oh, God, here she go, complaining again. So I went to God. I'm like, God, I am not happy. Like, you know, this has happened. We're adjusting our, our, adjusting our world to become one. 
And I feel like I can't get through to him. I talk to him. I I nag. I, I try to do everything. And, you know, while I was praying, I just felt the Lord was telling me was that I need to work on my approach. And not only work on my approach, but in my you know, being that, playing that role very well. Now he had his own flaws he needed to work on, but definitely my whole approach, I could be, ladies, you could be right in how you feeling and what was going on, but that approach, if it's not right, it it just all, it, it becomes all wrong. So I prayed God to give me a language where I can communicate with my husband effectively. So while I was learning that, I was learning not to use certain words. I was learning, you know, that I can speak without being angry and speak without, you know, making him feel like I'm ganging up on him or I'm like stuffing him or, you know, being in his face or whatever. So I'm just like, okay, Lord, help me, help me to 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 learn my husband help me to learn our language on how to love each other and with that i've learned how to speak to him i've learned how to pray for him i've learned how to fight for him i've learned so many things all by learning who i am and who i need to be for me first and for him so I think that is all because I don't want to like, you know, <laughs> go longer than I should. I really want to talk about more about sex, how it's important. Of course, we all know sex is important, but making Very time <laughs> but making time for as well. So maybe this will be maybe we can do a part two. We can do that if you guys are willing to, you know. Hear us hear more. Yeah. yeah. Just send your questions. You guys can DM me or DM Pastor Gene. Um, his handle is JJM Lewis. And my handle is Lady KD Lewis on all social uh, media platform. But like I said, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. I know this is completely different for the last two, three episodes. But I feel like in this month of love, in this month, you know, that everybody's gearing up for Valentine's Day, we just kind of want to give you the real tea and what it is. You guys can make it work. If Gene and I can make it work long distance, you guys can make it work. And I know now it's different. It's a different time. It's a different time. There's lots of distraction. But ask God to see not only the physical, but the heart of the person. I want to encourage, you know, um, anybody that's listening, whether you're in a relationship um, that hopefully is going to take you to marriage, whether uh, or you're in a relationship where you're kind of questioning certain things. I pray that you find clarity. Uh, the best thing in 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 life is finding uh, the person that uh, that God has uh, designed for you to be uh, with. Um, it's, it's the greatest feeling on, on earth. Um, God designed uh, marriage uh, to be heaven 
on earth uh, to give us an, a, a glimpse of what heaven's supposed to be like. So I encourage those who are married uh, to take time and invest your you know time in your marriage. Uh, a lot of times what ends up happening, everybody puts you know a lot of effort towards the marriage day but doesn't put the same effort you know to the marriage so right. i want to encourage you to put in the work i uh, as i counsel uh, um people that are get ready to get married i tell you if you're not ready for work don't get married um mm -hmm. but if you are married i want to encourage you do the work um like my wife says love god love yourselves and then love one another fight for one another pray for one another encourage one another surprise one another date one another um, um romance one another and 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 you know be sincere be uh, uh transparent uh, with one another and you know those who are aspiring you know to uh, to get married and those who are single I, like my wife said do not settle do not settle um, um, we have, uh, Mr. Tyler Perry has, uh, 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 one of his, uh, classics that says you can do bad by yourself. Right. Do not, do not settle for <laughs> anybody, anybody that is going to bring your standards down. Mm -hmm. Um, you are worth, you know, every, you, you know, I, I would say know your worth and add tax. Uh, there are brothers out there, you know, that know how to treat women that know uh, um, how to you know honor women and 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 I encourage you that uh, that if you take the time you invest yourself in yourself uh, um, a brother you know will find you uh, for those who are you know uh, women and for those who are uh, uh, men you know I, I'll encourage you take your time to uh, you will find that that right woman that uh, that uh, that God has designed you to be with also um, I encourage each and everybody that's listening like we said we appreciate you listening to the podcast I hope you were blessed by something that we we shared with and uh, we look forward again I, I know this I hope this won't be my last time on the podcast i tried my best not to preach and and not to take over because again my wife does a absolutely awesome job uh, I, I i'm mesmerized by you know hearing what she has to say and um and and i pray for each and every person every ear that's listening to the to our our voices that you know you're blessed uh whatever direction that you end up you know wanting to uh to take and uh we look forward to uh, hearing back from you guys. Uh, yeah. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. to subscribe, to share, and yes. and 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 pray for the pray for us. Pray for us uh, as we are going to continue to pray for y'all. So we look forward to hearing some more from you guys, uh, and and hopefully you guys are going to hear from us too. Uh, my wife said we're going to talk about sex. We wait, we wait, we waiting for that uh, podcast. God bless y'all. <laughs> guys so that is it for today we're actually way over but i just wanted to kind of do an intro so definitely a part a part two is coming because i feel like we need to have more talk about marriage and i know speaking to a lot of my single ladies they're like there's no one out there there's no man they are they are it's just not the right time so i would encourage working yourself work on yourself 
and loving yourself. And as you do that, the right time will come where your king will swoop you off your feet. And, you know, and all that time you feel like was a waste, was a joke. We serve a God that restores time. Okay. So uh, have a good night, everyone. A good day, a good week, a good month. Speak life over yourself, over your marriage, and over your children. God bless y'all. God bless you.